Hey guys, Henning and Morton from Flip Normals here. And in today's video, we're actually not going to be showing you any work. Well, I suppose we're having a monkey video in the background showing you sculpting, but we wanted to talk about why you shouldn't do your own concepts. And this might sound like, oh no, we're like, we're trying to put you down and like you shouldn't become a concept artist. It has nothing to do with that. Like people who want to be concept artists totally pursue that career. We have a bunch of videos talking about the hardships of being a concept artist already. So if you want to check that out, maybe search for the channel there. But this is more about you working as a 3D artist and trying to focus on creating original concepts every time you want to do a character. It's a, it's a super hard thing to do. And we just tried to do a little bit of prep work and talk about like why do we feel the way we feel about it? Because we both have had that mindset of we need to be original with everything we do. Like we have to create our own concepts from scratch and then make it in 3D executed. And it has to look good, obviously. It's like, oh yeah, there's all the design elements, there's all the character, think about the character, what have they been through, all that stuff, which is important if you're a designer or if you're a concept artist. But the reality is most of the time, I mean, most of the time, really, there's, there's maybe few, a few exceptions of this, but most of the time you cannot do it as well someone who does it professionally you know it's it's their profession to design to think about the costumes to think about the era of the costumes when they were made how does that fit on the character what kind of character existed let's say they're making someone from like the 1700s in a fantasy universe it's it's their job to concept this you know think about it do all the research for you to try to do that especially let's say you're a character artist You've been doing this for many years, but maybe you're a production artist and it just, it's just, I've, it's just very hard to make that as good as what someone else can do for concepts. Yeah. Where I'm coming from here is that I, I used to be this person who would only make my own original concepts and it's awesome. It's so much fun to come up with your own designs and the backstories and really looking at all the reference, like how leathery is the skin and how many scars do you have? You need at least four for everything. And I just did these pieces and it was so much fun and I really enjoyed it. But then I started using these personal pieces as portfolio pieces to get jobs. And it worked out okay for me. But what I realized was that if there is a huge difference between portfolio pieces and stuff you do for fun. If you're just doing a piece and you're just making your own original design, that can be fantastic. But if you are applying for a job, if you're using your own original concepts, that can most that will most likely hurt you more than it will help you, unless you are really strong at that. I've, I was seeing this when I was reviewing a lot of reels where I worked before, where I would look at I would look at work which was technically really good, like the topology was all there, proportion, everything was fine. Uh, the texturing was really good. There wasn't anything wrong with the piece. It was a strong piece. The only problem was that it kind of looked like crap, which is kind of like, it's kind of paradoxical that it looked really good, even though it looked like crap. But what I mean is that this person here could be, could have worked perfectly fine in the production if you were to give them a concept, but because they used their own original designs, it just didn't look very good. Everything was lacking in terms of details and not necessarily in, like it wasn't, it didn't have enough pores, but it was lacking in attention to detail where the costumes were overly simplistic, where the, the faces were lacking like weight to them. They were just lacking a lot of character. 
And if these people had, instead of spent so much time fighting making original concepts, just found an awesome concept art station, Cores asked for permission to recreate it, and then just built that up. Now the design part is already done. Now it becomes more of a technical exercise to sculpt everything up, make all the awesome clothing, a marvelous designer, build all the different pieces. And it now means that your strength as uh, an artist here is not coming up with designs. It is really recreating things in 3D and you can focus all your power on that. It is beyond frustrating when you were working on uh, a piece for your portfolio and you're struggling with the design. You're struggling with the composition and all these things. And this could have been solved 100% for you if you'd just use some of this concept. And obviously, you know, you have people that do um, speed sculpts and, and want to do concept art in the same in the seabrush or they want to do characters or maybe like they want to concept up environments those of course there are jobs for that as well but the reality is most of the jobs that are out there in in the field doesn't require you to come up with your original concepts based on like a brief or something it's like when you work for a company whether you work in games commercials or, or visual effects you will always be given a brief and you will most of the time you will like it's very few times I've ever been given a loose brief where I get to be creative and come up with stuff like I had on on the last Harry Potter where we had I think that's that and maybe Pacific Rim is where I've had the most freedom where like on the last Harry Potter I was just given a brief of I want a dragon and it needs to be on fire <laughs> you're like okay that's <laughs> that's very loose oh yeah it needs to be dead okay okay got it so, you know, we try to come up with like a bony dragon design, but that that's really like, that's most of the time, that's the extent of it. But so I think, especially if, you're, if your goal is wanting to work in sort of a production environment, you have to be realistic about what that actually means. And for 99% of the cases, it doesn't mean that you sit and you come up with the designs and then you make those designs. Someone in the art department will spend weeks, months making designs that you will then execute. It's just because it's a different profession. It's not It's not your job to do that. When I was working on a movie some years ago where I worked on a character which rhymes with Smoomstay, we, uh, <laughs> <laughs> not, not, I'm not really happy with... Smoomstay. <laughs> <laughs> who knows who that could be. The design of the final character is, is not great, I would say. When we started on a texturing team for that, we um, were trying to... I was trying to see if there was an input we could give on the actual design, and they were like, no because it spent six months on design. It's not that there was a bad concept art or something. It's just that this has gone through 10 levels of studios, studio executives and directors and wh however many people it might be. So even if you are really strong at concepting and you get into like a modeling texturing position, most likely you can't even change it, even if you wanted to. Even if you were to show them a design, which is 10 times better, they're like, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's already signed off. And <laughs> they spent six months to a year maybe coming up with it. So... Why, why fight it? Why not just spend your time to be an awesome texture artist or awesome modeler and just focus on that craft? Now, if you want to be a concept artist, that's fantastic. That, that, that's, but that's a whole different thing. We, we are, just want to be clear that we are not talking about, we're not trying to discourage anyone from becoming a concept artist here. It is purely just focus on your strengths and realize how insanely hard concept art actually is. A concept art is as hard as, as learning animation or learning programming. Like it's, it's not like a, an add-on on top. It's not like going from 
uh, from modeling in Maya to modeling in Blender kind of thing. It is a whole different discipline with a whole different set of fundamentals you, you got to understand. And you have experts in this field. You have people who did, they just know this in and out and spend 10 years just on shape language and they can do it way better. So instead of fighting that, just collaborate with them. Really just, you know, work with the foundation they've been put down. Yeah, and there, there's definitely something to be said. And I think for, for doing your own concepts, I think it can be. I think it'd be interesting exercise, and like like you mentioned, it, you had a lot of fun with it. You really enjoyed sitting and doing your own concepts, and I think there's definitely value in that. So you know, if you for for yourself, however, I don't know how often that actually happens anymore. That you make stuff that's just for you. That doesn't you, know, you don't have ulterior motives where you don't want to put it out online. You don't want to get a job. I don't. Yeah, I mean that it's it's so rare now that you get to actually do stuff just for you now, right? Um, but you know, maybe sit down and try to do some photo bashing or something. Figure out what are the elements of, if you're doing a character, what is it that you want your character to feel like? But also realize that it is basically a separate profession. And let's say you spent the last three years of your life learning how to sculpt, learning how to model. Then think about that there are people who have done that, but only for design. You know, they've spent as much time learning design and learning concepting as you have done with modeling. The same thing with animation or like any says programming. It's, it, it is a different profession and it, it does not that it requires a different way of thinking. It's just you look at things differently and you start to think about things differently. And you definitely have these savant like people who can just do everything. They're probably like they can animate really well. They can design extremely well. And they can execute it in 3D perfectly. Obviously, that kind of Rain Man exists somewhere, I've heard. But <laughs> <laughs> the elusive three Rain Man. <laughs> yeah. But most like I mean that's not the case for most people. And it's certainly not the case for us. But and I still I still enjoy sitting and, and working on some of my own concepts. But I also have come to realize that most of the time people just execute it well better way better than I can. So whether it's recreating something that they've made a concept of or taking inspiration from it, I think that that helps me a lot at least. Yeah, when I first realized how insanely hard concepting was as a job was when I think it was in the first year of university where we had a teacher who he was just crazy when it came to costume design. We were doing some projects and it was like he was looking at me like, mm, this wouldn't work because this this dress here or this this shirt is from France 1830s and you are now in 1870s. You know, like that's a 30 year shirt. It doesn't work like that. And he was just going through he just knew everything about about costumes, like to such a deep level, because he didn't do anything with 3D. He didn't know anything about that. But he was so insanely tight when it came to costume design. And you just you just can't do that. Let this guy solve your costume design for you. And then you're just recreating marvelous. There's no reason for you to make something which just doesn't work from a design point no, of view. No, I mean, there's a reason, like, for film, right? When we're doing we're doing costumes if it's like let's say even it doesn't even matter if it's your you have a digital and do a scan or whatever all the designs for the costumes that they have most of the time unless it's like on the hulk or something it's something that they've created in real life you know they have costume professional costume designers to sit down make the costumes fit it to the actor and the actresses to actually make it look good and then you know we recreated a marvelous designer that's 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 the reality of how that works. And when you have someone like um, like that, our teacher there, uh, was it Gabor or something? Like yeah, that? yeah, yeah. 
what a beast. What man. a beast. I mean, just mad shout out to Gabor. Um, I don't know about his. I don't know about his skills in other things, like other kinds of illustration for people, all that. But the just the sheer knowledge that he had on different eras of costume it didn't matter, like from when. It wasn't just like oh, the 18th century. No, no. It was like it was everything. And he spent probably years just researching that, coming up with designs, figuring out how can you alter designs from that period to still make it look authentic. You, you're going to have a very hard time competing with that. If you want to make your own concept, so I highly recommend that you base it on an existing universe. This is where we get into fan art. <laughs> this oh, is, yes. <laughs> there, is so many, there is so much hate towards doing fan art online because it, it has this, these connotations of 12-year-old twelve year olds on DeviantArt just doing these shitty anime drawings. But fan art is really a good place to start if you're doing if you're doing uh, your own original designs, because it means instead of having to come up with a whole universe and making, you know, making this fantasy landscape and all the lore and all that, you can now just make another Dark Rider from Lord of the Rings and you can make a little backstory to him. But so much is already established. If you were to do Lord of the Rings, you have you have the overall universe, you know, the laws of physics, which apply, you know, the general climate, everything is kind of there. So in order to make in order to make a new character there, it's just so much easier. You can almost like kit bash different characters together. And this is totally valid. If you were to show another Harry Potter character in, uh, let's say you're doing like a, a Harry Potter dragon or a cave troll or something, and you were to be interviewed for, for a game studio, they wouldn't be shitting on you for not doing something which is which is a, an original IP, they would be like, cool, uh, that's kind of what we do here, around here. We have existing IPs, and clearly what you did fits into what we're doing. There's so much, this is just going to save you so much time, because you now have defense posts for the design already in place. Yeah, but this can actually be, this can actually be a turnoff for some studios where they, like if you present, let's say you present a portfolio to a studio that exclusively works on existing IPs or other people's IPs. It's not an original studio. They just do, they're just guns for hire. Meaning all VFX studios (laughs) in the whole world. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You know, you have some animation studios that don't like Pixar, DreamWorks, but that's about it. Right. Uh, You show them a portfolio that's 100% your original work in your style. There's nothing that, that when they look at that portfolio, they can't necessarily judge whether you'll be a good fit for the company because you haven't really shown them anything of the type of work that they're doing. Like if you, let's say, yeah, let's say you're applying at a VFX studio in London, right? And you apply with a portfolio that's only stylized characters, stylized 3D characters. Like you haven't shown, then you're not showing them anything that's related to the kind of work that you'll be doing, which is... It's realistic work. The same thing if you were applying at, at, Disney, or, at Disney and Pixar um, or DreamWorks. We, like if you just show them a portfolio of like angry, realistic orcs, they're probably like, ah, this is pretty cool, but I don't really see it fitting in with us. You know, so you have to take that into consideration as well. So then if you want to work in a stylist environment, you find some stylized concept art from maybe some of the people who actually worked there or maybe, maybe from some of their old movies, whatever it might be. Just just make something which fits into it. 
I know a guy who uh, he got hired working on Star Wars, but making Star Wars models <laughs> like R2-D2 and uh, <laughs> all the other ones. They look absolutely fantastic, but it's just straight up. They knew that they could basically take his models and just use them in production right away. It's almost like they just want to buy his models because they were so good. And, you know, that's a bit of an extreme case where you literally do what the movie is about. It's almost like you're working for free for them. But uh, it just meant that they would be like, yeah, this guy can clearly with 100% certainty do the job. No doubt. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think that just about covers everything. It's like, it's like, it's both an encouragement and not encouragement at the same time. Like I want people to obviously, if you want to do concept art, do concept art. Try to focus on that. If you want to do characters, uh, try to do characters, but like maybe like characters, environment, creatures, doesn't really matter. Just try to be realistic about this. It's concept art in its own is a profession. Being a 3D modeler is a profession. Being an animator is a profession. You just have to have, you just have to be aware of these things. Doing original designs and doing concept art, it's very, very different from doing, let's say production level 3D characters. You know, you don't have the input on, on the design there. It's just, it just doesn't happen. So we just want to make sure that people are aware of this and, and that you maybe, if you're someone who's struggling with this yourself, where you, you want to focus on making your original designs every single time you do a piece, maybe next time try to follow someone else's concept art. Like find a design on ArtStation and, and try and replicate that instead of spending a couple of weeks or a month or so just struggling through making a, an original design. Yeah, I really just want people to realize that you shouldn't waste your time. I just really want you to focus your effort on where it really counts instead of just throwing it down the drain because I've seen this happen so many times by now. But yeah, definitely don't be discouraged no. as well. <laughs> uh, concept artist is an awesome profession. Just be aware that how hard it really is. So I guess, yeah, with that said, um, if you want to see more content like this in the future, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe and turn on notifications. So you get notified every time we put out a new video. And if you're interested in professional training or 3D assets, 2D assets, 2D training, whatever it is, trying to advance your career within the CG visual effects or animation industry, make sure to pop over to the Flip Normals Marketplace and grab something from there.